You're listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind-the-scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and the founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey right along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. Hey guys, welcome to session 13. Excited to have you listen to this session so you can kind of get an update from last week and how Eric is feeling. I think sometimes it's really beautiful in these episodes to see what a difference a week can make for someone because it just reminds us when we're in a really tough period or a tough week that sometimes it really is just a tough week, you know, and that reminder and that evidence is really, really helpful. So I hope this episode gives you that reminder. If you're having a bad week this week to remember that like the next week could be totally different. And we also talk a lot about expectations and transparency. And I think that's going to be really helpful as well. So here is the session. Here we go. How you feel it? Much better. (laughs) (laughs) It's amazing what a week can do, right? Yeah. Yes. Feeling much better. And, uh, and yeah. And also just feeling a little bit like curious about what's gonna, like, what's gonna happen. (laughs) What's next? Yeah. 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 Exciting. I feel like that's also how you know you're feeling better is because you you're approaching something with like excitement and curiosity as opposed to like when you're not feeling good, like it's so heavy, like you don't have that same sense of like, even like curiosity, basically, or interest, let's say, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, And yeah, and things are moving along well. I um, I'm creating week five. Uh, this week in Shameless, which feels kind of crazy. Like it's Seven. more right. than a third completed, a little bit more. Yeah. Five out of 13. Um, and I feel like I'm, I'm starting to feel a little bit easier to, to create, um, that feeling that everything has to be perfect. Getting it. Yeah. Line. Um, has, uh, yeah, it just feels, yeah, it feels like there's more flow. Um, and, and yeah. And the participants are seeing and experiencing results and breakthroughs and wonderful things. So that's really exciting. And uh, some of them are MIA. So just trying to like gauge where mm-hmm. they're at, if that's how they want to experience this program. Everyone's free to do whatever they want, but. Like how to best, best support people, um, without like supporting and encouraging them without pushing too much. Um, yeah, you can't drag them Mm. along, but you can, you know, make sure they're feeling supported in a way that they want to or need to. Yeah. The only thing I can do is just let them know that I know that they're here and then everything else is kind of up to them. Um, so I posted something about that in the Facebook group just now. And, um, what else? Um, 
And yeah, we roll out week four. Week four starts tomorrow, and then we have an integration week after that. So that's kind of nice, too. Okay, so you're quite ahead then. Yeah. I've been working on getting ahead this week because um, Sam's offline next week, so we had to get stuff done, which was good. And with a little bit of, like, that sense of deadline, I noticed that I can actually create faster than than I thought or than it was taking me before. Totally. I think that's so true. It's like deadlines are like the perfectionist gift in a way sometimes, right? Because it's like, we'll just get it done. But if we have all this extra time, we'll fill it with like redoing something or whatever, right? Yeah. So I'm going to try and um, continue feeling like that, like this easy, like it's just, just has to get done and I know it's going to be really good and I trust myself and see if I can continue. Yeah. And it was really, really good because this week all my uh, one-on-one clients rescheduled. So I don't have any one-on-one sessions this week. There was a lot of spaciousness mm. to create. And then next week I have like two or three sessions per day. Um, so that's going to take up a lot of time and energy. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. But, um, but that's also a celebration. Like I remember when I had like one coach, like two clients and had like a coaching session every right? every two weeks or every three weeks. And next week I have two coaching sessions per day. It's like, what? <laughs> and you probably would think to yourself at that time, I can't wait until I have two coaching sessions like per day or I want more or whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's a beautiful thing. Um, and I think that's so important. I really try to do that myself too, where sometimes if I'm like, oh, wow, it's a really busy day. I'm like, this is the day I would have like just like prayed for. And then like, so like I would have been so happy about her. Like I would have thought like, oh, like once I can have like five sessions a day, I'll have like the perfect business or whatever, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I've made it. <laughs> Yes, exactly. I have made it. Oh, I love that you're taking that. I love this moment where we were talking about how important it is to find appreciation for what you have now that you would have wanted so much before. So we were using the example of like, you know, a busy week of client calls. And I think that is so damn important to cultivate in your business because the truth is, as much as we want that thing, there's trade-offs of that thing, right? Meaning like I can really, really, really want, um, a full week of client calls. And the trade-off might be like that when I didn't have that, I was like taking more naps or like, you know, doing more, uh, coffee dates in the middle of the day or whatever it is. And so just being able to take that moment and see that everything kind of has trade-offs, but being able to find the gratitude for having the exact thing that you wanted is so important as you grow in business because things will look different and they will change. You know, I think a lot of people see that with team even where it feels like all I want is some team and some support. And then you get it and you're like, Oh wow, there's like (laughs) so many dynamics with team and support that I have to manage and deal with. But how can I just be in the appreciation and gratitude for the fact that, you know, I have the thing that I've been wanting to have, you know? So whatever that is in your business, whether it's the busy week of calls or team or 
whatever. I hope you just take a moment to appreciate that. Or if you're on the other end of the spectrum where you're like, well, damn, I would love a busy week of client calls. Maybe it's a moment to take appreciation for the fact that you have some wide open space this week and that you get to do something really beautiful for yourself. But either way, just finding that moment to look at practice gratitude for and appreciate what's happening right now is so, so valuable. And I also think what's beautiful is to see you, you can still be structured, hand quotations, right? Structured and in getting this stuff done for shameless, but also still let it flow each week where this week was a week to get ahead with shameless stuff. Next week might be a week that's more client focused. And like, it's okay if those ebb and flow a little bit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because if if I have this idea, if I'm stuck or not stuck, well, yeah, kind of stuck in this mindset that I have to be three weeks ahead, that I'm constantly going to stress about it if I'm not and set myself up exactly. for mm-hmm. not feeling behind all the time. So this week was beautiful. I banged out three newsletters. So we have three newsletters scheduled so for good. the upcoming weeks. Uh, all the emails for shameless, the content is almost done for yeah, this week, the integration week and the following week. So yeah, I'm all set up to also focus on clients next week, which is nice. And that is so also mm-hmm. uh, yesterday uh, we completed the opt-in form for the waitlist, the coaching waitlist. Yes. Okay. So good. So there's a funnel mm-hmm. now. So I just enter their name and email. They get sent an automated email. I set up my Bonjoro, however it's pronounced, account. Yeah. I sent mm-hmm. some videos. So it's all happening. <laughs> So it's really cool to see, uh, kind of with that point I was making earlier, like how much can shift so quickly, right? So, you know, Erica was feeling like really overwhelmed after her launch and being sick and having a sick kiddo. And now she's all caught up in a head, right? And what the takeaway here is that really removing expectations about what has to get done when you're sick or having a bad week is actually what lets it flow and get it all done. So sometimes we get so worked up over it not looking how we thought or us not being able to get the things done we thought we were going to get done that week. And it can put us in a place that keeps us so stuck that we don't end up getting those things done very easily. Or we can really remove the meaning around that. And like, it just means we had a, you know, overwhelming week and get back into the flow. And then miraculously, it all does get done. Like I just see this with clients all the time. When we make it okay that it didn't look how we thought it was going to look, it's amazing how things work themselves out. And when we're fighting ourselves and creating tension that whole way, it's amazing how tough the process can feel. So just wanted to remind y'all of that. Like if you are in a tough season or if you are having a busy week, like what would it look like to, you know, lightly and slowly let go of some of those expectations of what you feel like is an absolute must? to see how it actually could all come together in a better or different way. It would be pretty amazing to see what is possible there. Again, I see this again and again with clients and definitely with myself. So give it a try and see how that feels. You know, what's so cool to see too is like, I mean, just a couple weeks ago, you were just feeling so like overwhelmed almost. And like, what, like when will all this happen kind of thing? And now it's, it's just like so beautiful again to like, 
give yourself that grace and permission because it does work itself out when you're not like you were just saying in that place of being like, it has to be now and it has to look like this. It's like actually like, I trust that I'm going to keep showing up and get it done. And like, it all gets done. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That was really a feeling like there was an embodied sense an embodied experience of, of that fact or evidence or yeah, that experience that, uh, that it's okay. And people and, and even like yesterday, um, last on Tuesday, so this, it's Wednesday today. So last, yesterday on Tuesday, I usually do my Facebook live and I was, I was mm-hmm. literally not feeling it. And the class I usually teach is at 10 a.m. Pacific time. So it's usually, a, so they usually go like they're back to back, but the session got moved because of mm-hmm. winter time zone change and everything. So I was like, I don't really want to be teaching between six and seven and then wait an hour and a half and then teach the Facebook live. And like, Mm -hmm. I'm really needing, I just need to rest. I've been creating a lot. I'm not feeling it. You know what? I'm just going to cancel the Facebook live and I can do that. Um, It's pretty awesome when you're like, wait, I'm in fucking charge here. Yeah, I'll just do what I want. And so I posted in the Facebook group and I said, I need to rest. So I'm going to cancel the live. And in doing so, I fear that you're going to judge me and think that I'm not professional or you're going to lose trust in me. But I also acknowledge that the best way I can support you is to support myself. So I'm going to rest and I'll see you next week. And the response was overwhelmingly positive, right? Yeah. They were probably like, wait, teach me how to do that because <laughs> I don't know how to do that. Yeah. Right? So it ties into this thing with like the wait list and like all of the things like it will get done. And yeah. I already have evidence that I'm showing up for my business. Like that's, I'd never, ever need to question that. Um, and now my business is starting to show up for me as well in this way. Like it feels exactly that. I think this was such a beautiful little nugget to see how much we can forget that we have the the ability to cancel and move things in our business and rest when needed, right? And not getting so ingrained in the mindset that everything is a have to. I've certainly had this experience in my own business and I know so many of my clients have where you can almost forget that it's a choice, you know? So I always do a live stream every Monday. Well, it used to be at five, now it's at one. And I love having that consistent time. I love showing up there every week, but there have been plenty of times where I've had to remind myself like, hey, you can move that if you want, or you can cancel that if you want. Like, it's really okay. Like there is no thing that says you have to be there every week, no matter what. And you know, it's so funny because as soon as I remember that, I don't typically want to cancel. You know, I'm like very consistent and wanting to show up. But remembering that I have the ability is what gives me so much freedom and empowerment in my business. Forgetting that I have the ability is what makes me feel stuck or like I'm back in corporate or like it's all a have to, you know? And so I just really wanted to share that reminder this week. Like you don't have to put out a piece of content today. You don't have to go live. You don't have to do so many of these things. You may consistently choose to because it feels really good and you see the results from it. Yeah, totally. But just taking that mindset that while it's true that you consistently choose to, 
that you have to remember that it's not a have to is really, really important. And I promise it will create such a different and better experience of that. So gratitude to Erica for giving us that little reminder and having that moment herself this week. It's one thing to find yourself in a situation where you're constantly blowing off your commitments. And then it's another to find yourself in a situation where the commitments come before everything and anything else, you know? And it's like, I think what you're doing is just recalibrating to that middle ground where it's like, I am someone who always shows up for my business and I am someone who, when I really need a day of rest, will absolutely take it. Yeah. And like being both of those people as opposed to just like on one side of the spectrum, you know? Yeah. And the Facebook live is important, but it's not that important. So it's always also like gauging, like if I was a little bit sick, like even if I like the two or three weeks ago when we were throwing up and vomiting, like I would have popped some pills, thrown some makeup on my face and I would have done the shameless intro first call, like with a a diaper and I would have, you know... (laughs) like I would I would have like unless I was seriously dying and unable to get out of my bed I would have taught that session because that was really important that was a non-negotiable but this Facebook live not so important well and it's being able to gauge that in your business too instead of making it all important right where it's like this is a free thing that I do for my audience that's a bonus and I don't owe anyone shit but for my like clients that have just entered this new portal and container, like I do kind of owe them something and I do want to show up really fully there. So I think it's just beautiful to be able to like create discernment around that and not see it all as the same level of importance, right? If you have listened to me for any length of time, you know, one of the things I talk about the most is that most things are a both and, right? Um, And this is such an example of that being someone who takes care of their business and who listens to themselves, right? Being a both and where most people tend to get stuck on one side of that spectrum or the other, where they find themselves just constantly kind of at the whim of their own feelings and emotions in business and it's really 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 hard to show up in any kind of consistent way or someone who feels like they have to be so consistent that they're never ever allowed to take that moment for rest or downtime kind of like I was just talking about before of like remembering that like you can cancel the live if you want you know and it's, I think it's confusing because we hear people kind of preach one or the other sometimes, you know, let, yes, listen to yourself, do what feels good. Yes. Be consistent. Like I preach both of those things and I think they can feel contradictory, but the truth is both are important and there's times for each, right? So I can be someone who takes care of the business and shows up really consistently. And when it's important, when it feels, uh, you know, like the priority, I will listen to myself, right? And I will stop when I need to. So just wanted to remind y'all there that, you know, usually we gravitate toward one side of the spectrum or the other. And like the goal, I think, is really to meet in the middle where you can both really trust yourself to show up in business and really trust yourself to show up for yourself. And that's where the magic is. And same on Instagram. I've been pretty quiet on Instagram. And it didn't feel like a, it felt like a natural kind of contraction after a big launch and a big expansion mm-hmm. and it was mindful like I needed to rest from social media so I I did and I told people hey I'm I'm quiet because I just I'm just taking a little bit of a rest and like I'm slowing down and I'll be back you know I'll be back um 
and and again really positive result like positive um responses and uh, i posted maybe like three posts in the last two weeks and there's a story in my mind like oh you should hire someone and they should take care of it and you should never and i'm like you know what no <laughs> i could but I don't have I don't yeah. have to right now. And I also think it's kind of I don't know, just humanizes my brand also if I say like, hey, I'm taking taking a little break and I'll be back soon. Well, I think that's the difference is what you're doing in all of these situations that's really helpful is you're not trying to make it look like anything it's not. Yeah. So when you cancel the live, you're just transparent. Like, hey, I actually need rest and I'm worried you're gonna judge me and here's what's up. And so there's nothing like that you have to like worry about portraying there that there's no like narrative you're trying to have them believe that that that's not there. And same with social. It's not like you're saying anything other than I actually needed a break, (laughs) you know? And I think that's the point is like being able to be that level of transparent where I feel like some people are like, Oh, all is well was just like enjoying time with my family. And it's like, that's kind of true, but mostly you were burnt out and needed a minute and that's okay to see as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I think we need more of that kind of transparency on social media in general. So, (laughs) or more of the transparency of, and if I did choose to hire someone, it would mean I wasn't always the one posting, you know? So I think that's it too, right? Yeah. Which that's okay. There's nothing wrong with not being the one posting, but it's just the idea of it not feeling like you have to be superhuman. I felt like this conversation around social media was important. And I just want to talk about that a bit more where it's okay to take social media breaks and it's okay to have someone post for you and help you. Right. And neither are wrong. But the important thing here to me is that we have to realize that no one is like doing it all perfectly themselves, you know? So if you're doing all the posting and writing, you're probably going to have times where you're more active and less active than not, right? Or if you have a team doing it, yeah, you're probably going to be a lot more consistent. But the truth is, it's not all you. It's also a team like Erica is in the space where she takes breaks more and it's more like her doing that and her um, constantly being the one there. And so that's beautiful. I'm more in the space of, I have a team that really helps and supports me both in like the posting and engaging and running the Facebook group and all of that. And so I don't, you know, take the breaks in the same way, but please know that it is not always me showing up like 1000% every day. Like that's why I have a team is because sometimes I might not be able to. So I think it's just coming back to that place of not seeing that anyone else has it all together. or is like this superhuman doing it all right. And no matter which side of the road you pick, it's all okay. And none of it is bad or wrong. Like I, I think there's nothing wrong with having team health and there's nothing wrong with taking a break sometimes, you know? So just really wanted to speak to that because I feel like the point there is that what we do is pedestal other people sometimes like, Oh, like that person just has it all together. Or that person's doing it so perfectly or consistently. And I think we just have to remember like that person might be able to be really consistent right now because they took a break, you know, a couple months ago or like that person might be able to be really consistent right now because they have a team that they didn't have before. So just really wanted to make that clear and have that be a reminder that like all of it's fine and no one is like doing it all themselves perfectly. Yeah. So that was, so yeah, I think it's been a really beautiful 
couple of weeks, both personally and professionally, with just hibernating a little bit and re like tending to things and small things and little corners that usually get overlooked or things like that. Um, and, and it feels really exciting now to have this wait list because like we've talked about, so I can continue selling and, um, promoting my stuff and feeling excited about that. Um, so, well, it's pretty cool to see, like if I oversold a launch, with no lead up to it, nobody even knew what I was about to launch, you know, kind of thing. The next time I'm for sure going to be able to blow it out of the water because I have so much more time to cultivate interest in something they already know everything about, you know? Yeah. 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 So, um, so that feels really good because it feels like the, um, the foundation of my business has expanded so we can build more on top of it. Um, totally. And that's really exciting. Um, and the new VA has been working really hard on getting a client management system set up. So everything's housed in one place and she's starting to get the hang of it now. It's been a little bit of a rocky journey with all of the stuff, <laughs> getting to know a new system. So again, that feels really good to just be like not dealing with any scheduling or anything like that. Uh, yeah, that is amazing. And also not feeling like you had to figure it all out before you gave it to her. She's figuring it all out. Yeah. And we even had a chat about it. Um, we had a, we had our first like, um, team meeting with all the three team members. (laughs) It was so sweet. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I said, you know, I, I've had this fear that I'm messy and that I'm gonna, you know, you're gonna, have judgments about me. And so we all shared our fears and desires and it was very sweet. I feel like there's like a theme. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Which you know exactly what I'm going to say. And it's also the theme that you and I kind of privately were even talking about in certain ways too, but it's like you just like being transparent with everyone. Like you're being transparent with your Facebook group about why you're not going live with social media, with your team about why you're feeling like that. Like you're just like laying it all out there instead of almost trying to one handle it all yourself and like manage what you think they think or two feeling like you're supposed to be different than you are, you know? Yeah. I've even been really transparent with clients. (laughs) So it's funny. It's definitely a theme lately. Um, and it makes life so much easier. And it feels like, yeah, yeah, it does. Right. It's like, oh, you're confused. I'm just a mess. (laughs) So like, that's, that's all that's happening here. It's totally fine. You know? And I feel like that is like, so synonymous with your brand and your work too, which is kind of like being where you are and being, you know, transparent in where you are. So I think that's really beautiful that you've been letting yourself go there so deeply, like in every area, you know, not just with team or not just personally or not just, but it's like everything is spanning that. Yeah. So true. Yeah. So transparency makes visibility easier too. Yeah. Mm Yeah. 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 Transparency is the theme. Yeah. So now we are looking at next week when Sam's away. Oh my God. I'm laughing so hard because this podcast is that too. That didn't even occur to me just then, but right. Yeah. Like, ah, 
That's so funny. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. funny too. Yeah. It's like your that is like your moment right now. Yeah, my transparent moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fascinating. It's cool when you don't have to feel like there's anything to hide though, right? It just makes getting out there so much easier. Like you don't have to be anyone else. You don't have to hide anything. You don't have to pretend that you've got your shit together when you don't or whatever. It's just like, here's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. We spend so much time pretending. Mm-hmm. That's a damn hard way to build a business too. You know, I think a lot of people online build a business pretending it's all perfect, but you got to maintain that. And that's really hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So kudos to you. Thank you. You'll never have to worry about that. (laughs) No, but it feels like it goes in waves, like, and then it builds and it's, you know, (laughs) you build up the strength and momentum and all that again. And then it's like, oh, oh, okay, let's come back to transparency again. And like, so, but I think it can Mm -hmm. be a really, a quality that is more current in my life in general and 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 just seeing how it continues to make me feel lighter and more at ease so I'm gonna be Mm -hmm. yeah I'm gonna be I'll be working with that I'll continue working with that I think this conversation on transparency is so important and I just wanted to share a couple thoughts on that that y'all know I used to um, be a therapist in substance abuse and I'm, I'm really a fan of AA and some of their principles and one of the things that they say is that your secrets keep you sick um, and gosh I just every time I, I hear that phrase I think of how relevant it is to business and visibility um, and even like team growth and connection with your audience and your people, right? Because when we feel like we have a secret that we can't share, i.e. like I'm messy and not perfect or something, right? It really puts us in a position to want to hide. And that wanting to hide is completely contradictory to wanting to be really visible, wanting to connect more, wanting people to truly see us, right? Um, and same with our team, right? If, if I feel like there's this secret I need to kind of hide there, it's going to make me reach out to them less, lean on them less, ask for support less because I'm going within feeling like there's something I need to protect, right? Now, this is not to say that you need to share every dark and dirty secret you ever have with your team or with um, social media, but it is to say if you feel like you're almost having to put on a front or like you don't get to be the full human that you are who is sometimes messy or disorganized or emotional or needs time off or takes breaks or like whatever, you know, insert anything. My, my, uh, you know, like takeaway for you is to be like, could you just say that? You know, like one of the things I did early on in my business that was such a gift to me is Megan, my CEO at the time was my VA. And I remember just having a conversation with her being like, listen, I'm a control freak. It's really hard for me to hand things off. Sometimes I will want to put my hands in a lot of shit that my hands don't need to be in. And that's my mess. And so whenever I do that, just call me out on it and I will be happy to clean it up. But like, here's what you're working with, right? And we have built such a beautiful relationship where she knows she can tell me like, yo, back it up and stay in your lane. And where I will be like, thank you so much for calling me on that because that is my edge and that is like the thing, you know? And so because we have that transparency, I don't feel like I have anything to hide there. 
And so it has let our relationship deepen so, so, so much over time. And I feel like I can go to her with anything, you know? So that's just one example, but I really, really love that Erica is giving us this uh, beautiful view and lesson into transparency and why it's been so important for her. And for me, it really, truly has been too. So I hope that is a good takeaway. And I hope it just lets you ask yourself that question this week. Like, where can I be more transparent? Where do I need to share some of these secrets so that I don't feel like I need to hide, whether that's with my audience or my team or on social or whatever? How can I be seen even more in all that I am so that I don't feel like I have anything to protect or hide? I love that. I'm so proud of you. That's so good. Thank you. Yeah. How you feeling about uh, upcoming stuff? Launch, pleasure treats? all that. I know Sam's away. Yeah. But. Sam's away. So next week, uh, my plan is to focus on that and give her all the updates. It won't take long. I think it will take me, um, a day or two to complete everything like in between sessions and stuff. So when she comes back on the 17th, she can just set everything up and we can launch on the 22nd and launch 22nd to 29. Okay. I think it was, um, Yep. And, and that feels good. I'm also like a little bit curious of like how, how it it will, how it will respond and like how it will be received. So it, it feels, yep. It feels exciting. Um, and also a little bit scary. It's still a launch and it's still putting things out there. And, um, and so I think it was also important for me to take this time, downtime and rest and to start build momentum again after that. And to also build that into the launch, I think that's that makes sense for me to build yeah. it into the launch. That that yeah, that there's yeah, just a lot of permission for that. And then um, and then when we work ahead in this way, like in my mind, I'm it's already December, which feels kind of crazy. Um, but it's only November third. But it's like. Because we have right. that, mm-hmm. because we're proactive and we're working. It's yeah. like I'm already in December and then I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> you built the runway basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm also thinking about that new course um, and don't know when and how and if I'm going to have time to actually start creating it. So I don't know how December is going to look and feel like. And I also feel like I'm just going to surrender to seeing where it takes me kind of. Yep. I don't know. I ideally I would love to start creating in December, but I don't know. And I don't want to stress and think about it over Christmas and the holidays. Like I'd rather just postpone it all to January then. Well, I think it's almost like one of those things where, this is not the right time for deadlines. Like we were talking about earlier, how sometimes deadlines are a gift, (laughs) you know, when you like have to have to get something done. This is not that there is nothing that's a have to here, you know? And so not manufacturing a have to is important too, because you don't want to, yeah, like stress yourself out over the holidays or create these like arbitrary things that it has to be ready at this time or something like that, because you've done plenty this year. You've crushed it. You have set up so much a team. Like you were saying earlier, you've expanded the foundations of your business. Like this cannot feel like this thing that you have to sprint across the finish line for. Like 
you know, it's just not going to serve you. So I think it's either like you almost like catches you at the beginning of the month and you're in the flow and you want to run with it or it doesn't. And you just put it down for a minute. Yeah. Yeah. So with that, I think it would probably be a a big gift to yourself to not to have that space over the holidays. Yeah. Because then I was thinking, oh, but then we should launch pleasure treats then instead. But it's like, no, I don't want to launch anything over the holidays. I really, I really just want to rest and just close the shop. Yeah, I think like the way to think about it is we know this course is what's next. That doesn't change. It's just the timeline might vary slightly. Yeah. 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 So we'll see because there's a lot still to create for Shameless. So I have plenty of of work (laughs) to do there. Um, You also are full with one-on-one. Yeah. You have plenty to do with Shameless. You're relaunching Pleasure Trip. Like, it it feels easy, which is amazing. But sometimes that almost makes us want to, like, keep adding. And I think just that context of, like, that's still a lot. Like, there is still a lot happening. Just because it feels easeful doesn't mean now I'm supposed to add something else to make it (laughs) feel harder, right? So I think what I can do is when and if there is time... I can just write on the course, but not feel like I have to start recording it. Um, mm-hmm. And um, and just enjoy that process more thoroughly without that deadline that keeps popping up. Um, and just let that go and trust that whenever it's the time it will happen and it will be created and birthed and it will be amazing. And it's the next like mm-hmm. horse in my stallion. <laughs> I'm so in my, yeah, in my stallion, like I'm so excited about it uh, in my stable, not my stallion in my stable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's a stallion. <laughs> I think stable is what I was thinking, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> all good. <laughs> um, but yeah. So all good there. And one thing that I have been thinking about that I wanted to talk to you about is just like this. Um, and we've touched on it a little bit, but I was, I, I'm curious, do you have any like more support or guidance or um, if there's anything that's blocking me from enjoying and doing this more, but it's this like now when I am so busy and there are many things to do and I don't have like, big chunks of time to do things and I'm often interrupted and you know they're mm-hmm. like how to find more ease with creating in little like breaking it down into little pieces or like because like, like on the one hand it's I have this idea that I will get in the flow I will be more productive I'll be more creative if I have like a whole day to do things but I don't have that ever. So it's not even like it's, it's never going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's almost like being like, Oh, if I could just like, whatever, like 
have the house to myself for two weeks. And you're like, okay, but like, that's not a solution. That's not how this yeah. works kind of thing. Right? And the same goes, it's not just work. The yeah. same goes for like, um, you know, emptying like the, the clothing rack with all the clean clothes. Like I'll wait until I have like all the time to do it all at once, or I won't tidy the house until I have like mm-hmm. time to myself to do it all, all at once. So of course then the mess builds. And then when I actually do do it, there's more to clean up. So it's like, it's a theme as well. It's not just in business, but I have this idea that, yeah, that it will, it will take more energy from me to do a little bit all the time, or it will, it will be harder or less enjoyable to do a little bit all the time. And that goes for both work and like household or even like friendship. Like I'll be like, oh, there's no point calling if I, if I can just chat 10 minutes, I'd rather, you know, talk for an hour. Mm-hmm. Like there's a theme here. So yeah. What comes up for me is like, I feel like it's so expectation focused, meaning like, what happens, I think, in our heads is we have an expectation of what we're supposed to get done. And so anything not that feels bad. And so even if we work on something for like 20 minutes, we're like, oh, I didn't finish it. And so we don't leave those 20 minutes feeling like, fuck, yeah, I just like banged out 20 minutes of stuff. We leave those 20 minutes feeling like, and I'm still not there and I'm still not there. And I think same with like cleaning the house as an example. You know, if you did it for 20 minutes, like, because the expectation is like, it looks, you know, completely done and there's like no laundry and whatever, like it actually leaves you feeling more disappointed sometimes. So it makes sense why we avoid that. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just, sometimes it's a shift in expectation around what that means. Like, so like personally for me, I try to go based on like, the expectation is just that I work on it for 20 minutes. There's no expectation of what happens in that time frame. If that makes sense. So like the win is I worked on that for 20 minutes. It's not like, oh, I got X, X, X done. It's like I put whatever, let's say it's this course. I spent 20 minutes outlining this thing. Like that was my win. So I wonder what you think about that. If that's the shift or like, you know, could it be like, I'm so proud of myself that I spent 10 minutes folding laundry or like, it's not about if the laundry all got folded. It's about like the win of that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. That could work because I guess it's the sense of completion that is absent. And so it feels either unsuccessful or, like time wasted. Exactly. And it feels like almost like, I don't think you're like consciously thinking this, but I think the subconscious feeling or the feeling in our body is almost like we screwed something up as opposed to like, Oh, like I just made progress on something. Yeah. Yeah. Cause then I'll go do things that, I can't complete, but that don't actually move anything forward. Mm-hmm. Like in a bigger way. Cause it just feels so good to complete it. It's like a check yeah. mark versus like, like I can yeah. complete sending an email or I can complete commenting on Facebook. Like one comment is like completed yep. or I can complete, I don't know what it is, something else. 
but then that is actually not in 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 the bigger scheme of things it's not as important or necessary yeah mm-hmm. and so i end up yeah cuz i think this is really i've been playing with it a little bit and obviously you know i have been getting things done and i have to i have been breaking things like i break things down and i try to work at it in this way but there's still a there's still i don't know if it's just an attachment to it or there's still some kind of like not integrated thing around this way of working um and then maybe removing the expect what comes up for me is yeah no maybe removing expectation is is a f- important first step Even when we break stuff down, sometimes I think there still feels like expectation of that. So like, let's just make something up. You know, it's like, okay, like I might not be able to outline the whole course, but I need to outline modules one through four today kind of thing or something. And so like, yeah, it's broken down, but there's still like this really finite thing that you're trying to get to instead of like, actually what's true is I have a half hour today. So as many as I get to, I get to. And maybe that looks like two or maybe it looks like four, but you win by doing the half hour. So I think it's like you almost have to reframe it from like, what am I completing to like, what amount of time am I dedicating? Yeah, because sometimes in completing the four modules, sometimes you need to spend an hour just looking at it without Mm -hmm. doing anything or rearranging things and not getting it. Or like module one. Yeah. Or like module one takes you all of that time, but it was like the best thing you've ever birthed or created, like whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I'll explore that and experiment. You could do this with house too. Like all I have to do is spend 10 minutes on it and whatever happens, happens. <laughs> yeah. I'll just spend 10 minutes feel uncomfortably here with all the stuff I have to do. And that's work too. Like moving through the emotion, emotional uh-huh. thing. <laughs> you know what I used to do this with a lot is like working out. Like I would feel like if I didn't have a full hour, it never counted. And now I like really try to be different about that where I'm like, okay, I have 15 minutes this morning, so I'm going to do that. And then maybe I'll have 15 minutes this afternoon. And I'm going to do that. And like, it's just like finding the way to kind of like feel the wind yeah. from that instead of being like, oh, well, 15 minutes of working out doesn't count. Well, actually it does if I do it twice a day for five days this week, instead of if I waited until I had an hour, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that feels very different um, because I think that will be very, very important in also feeling good about this new course that I'm building that is like way more content and video. There are so many more steps and stuff. Like Shameless is pretty easy. It's just a live call and two or three audios every week and then small things in terms of creating the content. but a full like seven or 10 week recorded course. There's a lot of content to create. A lot. And 
there's, you know, said, said with the most love, like we were talking about before, there's not a fucking chance you're just going to have this vast opening of space that you just have time to record <laughs> seven long modules. That, like, it's just not going to happen, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did get through one big obstacle and that's been like, you know, when we talked about this, about like the, the background, um, and like where I'm going to be, I got yeah. a microphone. I have a new phone. Um, so in terms of, te- oh, yeah, in terms of tech, I'm set up. So, so okay, that was, that's exciting. Um, and now it's, I think the next big thing is to like work through this way of working so that it feels exciting to do the work. Um, and it can be created with a lot of, with the same sense of ease. Like that's really what I want yeah. to, um, to experience here. I, there's this quote, I don't know who said it, or it might just be like a saying, you know, that you can't attribute to anything, but, um, it's basically was like all unhappiness is the result of unmet expectations. Mm. And I think it's so, so interesting how much that seeps into everything, you know? And I think that this is just another example of that is like, of course I leave this task feeling unhappy because there are unmet expectations here. Yeah. You know, and so like, how can I like have reasonable expectations that I know I can meet every time so I can leave the task feeling happy, thus wanting to do the task again, you yeah, know? It's definitely a feedback loop that needs to stay positive. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And that's where ease comes in, right? When I'm in that positive feedback loop and I'm feeling good about each of the tasks, it feels easy to create the course when it feels like every time I go to do it, I'm like not meeting my own expectation and I'm getting more and more unhappy with it. It feels so damn hard. I think I've talked about this on a previous episode, but I just want to say it again, which is that basically every business owner I've ever worked with that has grown their business, whether quickly or slowly or any of those things that literally has just grown and has gotten to that place of like just having a more full client load and client roster and team and all of that it has experienced that trap of feeling like you should wait until you have a ton of expansive time to finish things. Because typically when we start our business, that is what we have. You know, we have like three hours to dive into something or whatever. And as you get busier and more full in your business, typically that those big chunks go away. And so I just want to normalize that and say like, this is such a normal challenge to have. And creating that positive feedback loop that Eric and I were talking about and finding ways to still feel the win is what matters there so damn much because the reason we want to finish the task or want to wait till we have all this time is because we feel the positive feedback loop that will happen when that happens. Like, oh, if I just had three hours and I could get it all done, we know how incredible that would feel. We know how amazing it would feel to just have that sense of completion and accomplishment, right? But if we can't have that, we have to find ways to give ourselves that feeling of completion and accomplishment otherwise, or we'll do what Erica was mentioning, which again, so many of us do, which is like, we'll go pick the low hanging fruit on something that just takes a quick minute that we can check a box on because we need that positive feedback, right? And so I just really want to 
remind you that this is so important in almost anything you're doing in business, where whether it's like accomplishing tasks or getting on video or, you know, going out there, like for the first time, like you have to create that positive feedback loop and those wins for yourself, even if it's like manufactured for right now. Like I often talk about how I hated video and I used to like try to take a bubble bath every time I went live on video to just create a positive feedback loop for myself. Like because the positive feedback at the beginning wasn't like because 500 people were like watching my video, you know, like, but like sometimes no one was, um, you know, and the positive feedback wasn't because I was signing a client every time it happened. Like, so I had to create my own, you know, and that's, what's really important here is like, we can create our own by being like, Oh, just 10 minutes equals my win for today. Or I get to do this amazing thing for myself afterwards, whatever that is for you. But just remembering that that is what will keep you going and that that's what truly creates ease and is what makes you do that task again and again is really, really helpful because it kind of feels like the hack here. So I hope that is a reminder this week to look at that in your own business. Where can you create those positive feedback loops? Where can you make the wins for yourself, even if they have to be, you know, self-manufactured for a little bit, because that will make all the difference in your long-term growth. You're like, (laughs) (laughs) I am. Sound familiar? (laughs) So familiar. (laughs) So familiar. So many things here, Lacey. (laughs) Right? (laughs) So interesting. Transparency, positive feedback loops, the answer to all things right now. And expectations. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. I feel complete. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> You're like, I just need to go process Done. this. We, we can hang up now. I don't need you anymore. <laughs> I love that. Oh, good. Well, there you go. Completion it is. <laughs> I didn't have any expectations on this call today, but I I got what I needed. (laughs) See, always the magic. Yeah. I feel like anytime a client writes in their question, you're like, I don't know, let's just see what happens. I'm always like, ooh, that'll be a juicy call. Because, you know, like when there's nothing, sometimes is when exactly what we need shows up. And it's funny, though. I also see this in my clients, like when I have expectations on them and they're their integration, their responses and reactions and all of that, like to the coaching Mm. and to the practices and how long it should take and they should feel something by now. And like something should have shifted. And I start going into stories about how I'm like, Oh Mm. my God, I'm overcharging and they're not getting any results. (laughs) Well, it's so interesting too, because you probably see it in them as well. Like I'm sure like part of what dampens the ability to experience pleasure and all of the things you're working on with them is their expectation of what that should look or feel like. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So much, so, so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and oftentimes it's when I drop the expectations on them, like, obviously I don't like, I don't express it and like, it's my own internal process. Yeah. yeah. Just want to say, just want to say totally. but, um, <laughs> <laughs> when I drop it, like when I move through the process and I drop it, it almost, it's almost like synchronistic with their breakthroughs and their like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I felt pleasure for the first time or like, oh my God, I'm so committed to my relationship now or whatever it is. And then I'm like, yeah, 
ah, it works. Ah, oh, my God. <laughs> it works every it works. time when you release it. It's so crazy. Yeah. yeah. So that's good to see. Like you already have evidence in another area that as soon as you release that, it's like almost immediately works. And so you can see how that could be true here and like almost like use that evidence to play in these other areas. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> I feel like you have a, some processing to do. I feel like processing vibes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It feels that way. Um, yeah. So we'll see where this, we'll see where this goes. Just want to, yeah, continue feeling this ease with transparency, expectations, and um, accurate, ac- like accurate deadline, like mindful deadlines, the ones that are, the ones that yes. I mindfully choose. Yeah, that feel intentional, I think is important, right? Like it's intentional that Shameless has these specific deadlines. There's no it's intentional that the course doesn't, you know, it's like, like both are. Yeah. Yeah. And then just let everything else go and see where, see where November takes us and the pleasure treats launch take us. And yeah, I'm I'm here for it all. (laughs) So good. I'm so proud of you. You're amazing. This is so good. I'm so excited to hear how this feels as you kind of play with it. So definitely keep me posted on that, but just keep letting it be easy. Will do. Beautiful. All right, my dear, reach out to me in base camp. I will talk to you this week and have a beautiful, restful week. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Literally. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living let up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated for. If you want to hear more stories of women who have gotten killer results in their business, plus the mindset strategy and execution that got them there, download my free case study series, The Client Files. You'll read about several women's unique journeys to success and exactly how they did it. Plus, you'll be inspired to find the path that fits you. Just go to alituplife.com forward slash clients to sign up.